0: Hey, good morning, everyone. This is The Pillaged Pastor for another episode of The Pillaged Pastor. Thank you for joining me. Today, we are talking about playing the victim. Do you play the victim? That's a question we're going to dive in today. I want to know. I mean, this is a contemplative talk show, if you will, (laughs) a solo talk show to where, uh, yeah, we're bringing up these, these questions, trying to be honest with ourselves before others, regarding our struggles. I'm not going to be honest, completely honest about my struggles with others, only only with you and not face to face, but I want to know today, do I play the victim? I think I do, and I think that you do as well, so stay tuned. Well, this morning I've got my uh, Dunkin' Bee Coffee handy, nice and hot. It's going to be a whopping 32 degrees outside today in the Spokane area. Right now it's around 27 degrees. And um, I'm up, and the sun ain't up yet. And I need the sun to come up. But it's been coming out more and more. And I hope it has been for you as well, wherever you may be. We all need some sunshine, especially for us pessimistic people, you know, us who are always complaining to other people trying to make them feel bad about our situation and just wanting to be coddled, wanting to be cuddled up, wanting to be recognized for our struggles. And um, I don't know. I I think that there uh, there is some good about, of course, sharing your struggles. But that's not necessarily playing the victim. Like playing the victim isn't just talking about, oh, boy, Oh man, you wouldn't even believe what I'm going through right now. Oh, I know you've, you've never, oh man, you, you got to hear this. You got to hear this, you know, and somehow sharing to, uh, I don't know, maybe you got to get it off your chest. Maybe it's not just for recognition, not that you're wanting the pity of others for for people to have pity on you. That might not be why you're sharing how you feel and the things that you're going through. think of it right now. Okay. So if I say, I want, I want that, right. I want the ability to, to talk it out. I want the ability to share my perspective, even if it's a sucky perspective, maybe I'll be challenged by the right people. You know, maybe, maybe, uh, think about who you share your feelings and struggles with today. Do you share your struggles and feelings with someone who is just going to take pity on you and feel so bad for you and you just like that? You get this little like Grinch smile on your face like, oh, I like this. I'm going to keep going with it. I'm going to keep sharing all that is wrong in my life. Or do you share feelings with people who challenge you? You know, some of us, yeah, we just want the person to feel someone to feel sorry for us. Other times we just need to get something off our chest and share it. Just say it out loud, what we're struggling with. And maybe other times, and maybe all these are combined, you're sharing because you actually do want to get some feedback. You need some wisdom in your life. You're like, I'm going through this. I, I honestly don't know what to do. Right. And, um, Man, I, I I don't know. I mean, it, you could be doing all three. You're just a talker like me. You can just keep talking and talking forever and ever about everything that's on your mind because you think out loud. And maybe you are a pessimistic person. Maybe you do have concerns. Maybe you do need help. You do need insight. But get to the core and the root as to why you share your feelings. You share your struggles. Do you share them with everybody, a select few, certain people, but not so much with others who will challenge you? What's your perspective? Do you feel that you play the victim? Do you feel that you play the victim? Everybody plays the victim at one time or another. Now, think about somebody in your life who's always wanting to just tell you everything that is wrong with them. I mean, that's, it it is no, it is no encouragement coming from, from them to you. It's not like these people are walking up to you, asking you how your day's going. You know, you're usually asking them, Hey, how are things going? And you might not, most people don't do not want a full on response when they ask that, Hey, how you doing? They're not really asking you. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, a very small percentage of people who ask you how you are actually want to know how you are. But these people who play victim, when I'm playing the victim, perhaps I don't ask people how they're doing in all honesty, like really wanting to know how they're doing. And I'm not really always wanting to share what I'm dealing with, but if I am at that place to where I do need to share, like I need to kind of be on guard as to why that is. And I need to be on guard as to who I'm sharing with, right? But the idea is, is that you will know people that are playing the victim because these are not people who are in it for you and to build you up. They're always looking for you to build them up. You know, one example, repetitive example, is I have a friend known him since he was, I was, you know, 20 years old and, uh, I believe he's, you know, four years older me or so, something like that. You know, I should know these things, but, but, uh, I play the victim. I don't really care about people. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. No, he's a few years older and, uh, we became good friends early on because, uh, um, you know, we we're both dating girls and, and these girls, uh, shared an apartment together at college and, and uh, so when I'd come over to visit her, he would often be there. We'd often do things together. And we were both believers. You know, we had faith and believe in, believe in Jesus. And this is a guy that honestly, man, this is a guy that should have been a counselor. This is just one of those guys like everybody wants to talk to, everybody wants to share with, and he's just easy to talk to. But he is also a guy that will ask really challenging questions. If you are playing a pity party, he won't just come out and say, or, you know, throw in a pity party for people. He won't just come out and say, oh man, you're feeling really sorry for yourself. You need to snap out of it. I need those kind of people in my life too, but not this individual and love this guy Been friends for a long time. He literally will just listen to you be patient, ask questions to get you to think through your situation and what can be done. Now, the person that plays the victim, nothing can ever be done for them except for you to feel sorry for them. That's what they want you to believe is like, I've exhausted every opportunity or I've exhausted every, uh, you know, answer or solution to this problem, which isn't true. Never is it true. But with this friend of mine, I'd find myself, he's like, well, what about this? Or how do you feel about that? I'm sorry you're going through this. You know, have you tried this? And I'll just, yeah, I've tried that. I've already done that. It didn't work. Yeah. I've gone about it that way, but this person's like this or that and excuse after excuse after excuse. I think with this guy, I have played the victim the most, but maybe I've played victim with him the most and been the victim. I I look up to him. I really actually do want to know his wisdom. I want insight, but even when he gives me good advice, I still have excuses as to why not do that good advice or, or do those things. I mean, that's a, that's totally, I think playing the victim at the same time, you're kind of on the fence with playing the victim right? You think that you're like, you're just hopeless. Nothing works out for you. You've done everything that you can and things still don't work out. And you want to share that with other people and you want them to give you insight to comfort you, but you have excuses as to why you can't do things that they are suggesting to do. So, Hey, let's continue this conversation. Who's, who is, who plays the victim in your life? Is it you? Is it somebody else? Think of that individual who immediately comes to mind that always, I don't know, the conversation's draining. They are never looking to build you up. You're always having to build them up and encourage them. You're always having to problem solve for them. They're never problem solving for you. Let's uh, keep talking about it after this break. so do you blame someone else or other people for the things that are not going right in your life or do you take responsibility see i think that some people just pretty much will think that this person you know is playing the victim and they're talking it out they're trying to problem solve but that but are they then taking the advice Are they, uh, being challenged, willing to be challenged, you know, challenging the way you think, challenging your behaviors, challenging, I don't know, your perspective on life. I mean, are these victims or are they people that are hurting and are looking truly genuinely for the answers? Are you a person that's hurting, wanting to share, but then really feel hopeless to go beyond that? Like you're just, you're just bound to live a life of suffering. (laughs) You're bound to live a life of suffering. There's no hope. There's no way out of it. You know, God is against you. Is that, that you, so are you the victim or is somebody else the victim? In what ways do you think that you play the victim? I mean, what does your pity party look like? What does your pity party look like? You know, there are parties that I like going to and parties that I don't like going to. Now, last Christmas, went to both, went to a party that sucked. Now it's crazy because this party had like, I don't know, maybe 20, 25 people at the party. It was on a 10 acre piece of property in a big, beautiful home. You walk in, they were preparing dinner, there were drinks. And the first thing they ask as you step in the door is, would you please take your shoes off? To me, first red flag. Okay, I don't care how beautiful your home is. (laughs) I show up to this party. I'm already kind of exhausted from the day. I ain't looking to throw my own pity party. I'm looking to go to a party and have a good time. And first thing, take off your shoes. Man, I don't take off my shoes for nobody, okay? And it ain't because I have holes in my socks. You know, there ain't, ain't because my feet are, are ugly. Well, they might be ugly. My coach, my football coach always told me I had the ugliest feet he'd ever seen. Man, he just was, he just knew how to encourage, you know, young boys, just knew how to encourage us and build us up by pointing out body parts on us that weren't adequate. Anyway, so. I enter into the home. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be polite. Sure, I'll take off my boots. Take off my boots. Walk in. There's no music playing. The house is warm. There's no music. It's decorated very lovely for Christmas. I get there on time but I am one of the first few to arrive, which is never comfortable. Like I'm already just self-conscious. I don't want to talk to everybody. Sometimes I'm in just a real animated mood. Other times I'm not, and I'm bipolar. I'm all over the place. So, you know, I I walk in very polite, appreciate the invite, hanging out. I mean, mean, at first nobody puts a drink in my hand. I'm like, man, where are the drinks? Like, where do we go for a drink around here? And uh, eventually I think maybe it took Took 10 minutes complaining. This is my pity party about going to a party. <laughs> <That sucked. laughs> anyway, so I go to this party and the conversations are just awkward. I mean, people kind of look at you with like that half smile and then some new guests arrive and they kind of look at you with a half smile like, hey, what are we doing? What are we supposed to do? You know, where do I get a drink in my hand so that I loosen up? Right. And uh, yeah, big, beautiful house a great meal, right? It it, it was, it, it all had all the fixings, all the ingredients to be a good party, but it felt like a downer. Like the mood just had this downer mood. Even the wife who was making the meal, which was, Awesome. She cooked great, but she just looked like she needed some encouragement and to be built up. And I didn't know her. I wasn't going to go throw my arm around her. I mean, I definitely was like, Hey, this is great, man. You've done such a wonderful job trying to encourage her because she looked miserable in the kitchen. She looked miserable. You go though, over to somebody else's. So here's a, here's a contrast. And I went to several parties, but here's a contrast. So a friend of mine throws another Christmas party. There's like six people there, Man. You walk into this small home, you walk in and immediately just feels warm. I mean, not only is I mean, nobody's asking you to take off, you know, your sweater. No, one's asking you to hate when they happen. And I always wear like these sweater jackets here. Let me take your coat. I'm like, does this look like a coat? It's my sweater jacket. It stays on, you know, <laughs> so anyway. Nobody's asking me to take off my shoes. Nobody's asking me to take off a jacket, sweater, jacket, whatever. Walk in. The hostess is like animated and happy. Immediate is like, what can I get you? You know, what can I get you? Immediately gets a drink in your hand. You go in, the environment is light and there's only a few people there and they are all not, they don't have half smiles. You know why they don't have half smiles? Because they know what's going on there. They've been cared for. They've been taken care of and they walk in and they, they feel good and everybody has a good time and uh, we did, but it was amazing. So that had all the ingredients, but it wasn't this huge mansion on a hill, you know, with all these fabulous, actually she decorated quite well, but I guess you hear what I'm saying is like, you can have all of those things. And so a pity party was when you're always moody. I mean, you might have a great job. You might have a nice car, a nice home, all these things that look like they're going well for you. And still you could be someone who plays the victim, someone who's always looking for attention every time you show up or every time you're hosting something, which most likely if you play the victim, you're never hosting anything. But if you are playing the victim and you're hosting every crowd you come into or you invite into your life suffers. And it's like, all right, yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not bad. We can endure this. I mean, I, I, I can put up with this. But, whoo, I'm going to be exhausted by the end of this pity party, right? I'm going to be exhausted. What type of, you know, party or aura do you present to others? I mean, are you an individual that literally, whether you're a, you're a hosting as an, you know, people come in into your presence or you're going into their presence? I mean, are you, are you a downer? Like, are you just kind of like, you know, the mood just drops by several degrees Um, or are you someone who comes in and livens a place up? I do both. I do both. It really depends on what mood I'm in, but what kind of, like, are you throwing more pity parties, you know, than, I don't know, find, find a, a word that rhymes with, with pity, um, pleasure parties. <laughs> that could be bad. Don't go, don't, now don't go throwing pleasure parties, okay? Don't go throwing pleasure parties, but people should feel pleasant. Pleasant parties. People should feel pleasant around you. People feel pleasant around you. But these victimizers, no. No, if you bring the whole group down or you have to share, constantly share your struggles with everybody and then they offer advice and you don't take it, then you are a victim. I'm just plain and simple. So we're going to take another break and uh, yeah, get back to this with, I don't know, a few challenges as to assure you're not going to play the victim or continue to play the victim. You're not going to be that guy. You're not built to be that guy. Stay tuned. It's easy for me to be pessimistic, to be more worrisome, and I'd like to believe, (laughs) I'd like to believe this, I'd like to believe because I I have wisdom and so I have more sorrow, (laughs) which isn't isn't true. I mean, I'm just saying the reason why I bring that up is because in Ecclesiastes chapter one, it says, for with much wisdom comes much sorrow. The more knowledge, the more grief, much wisdom, much sorrow, more knowledge, more grief. And so I'd like to think that I can be a downer because I'm just so wise and I have so much knowledge (laughs) but I'm not going to claim that, you know, I'm not going to claim that. I'm just like, Hey, that gives me permission. That would give me permission. That would give me, if I believed that, that would give me biblical permission to just be sorrowful and just be always grieving. Right. All of a sudden I found something in the Bible that gave me permission to be a downer. (laughs) And I think a lot of people do that. I think a lot of believers, Christians do that. People do that. Whether you're a Christian or not, people do that. They look for a reason to continue in their, their downship. <laughs> Even believers are looking at scripture. Man, oh, I wish Jesus would come. It looks like it's the end of the world already. Things have gotten so bad. Oh, I'm so miserable. I'm so done with this. Right? There's a difference though, if you've truly given up and have that perspective, but then there's those that get up and they're like, Oh well, better make a difference while I'm here, right? I'm gonna stay I'm gonna stay positive. I'm gonna move forward. Good things are are, are meant for me while I'm in this life and I get to look look forward to you know, uh uh heaven someday where things are gonna be amazing. So Who cares the way they are now? And I'm going to keep that positive balance, that positive perspective, a balance between being sorrowful, recognizing my feelings, but then having hope and being like, you know what? That's not going to be in my mindset. I can acknowledge my feelings. I can acknowledge the way things are, but I'm not going to stay there in a pity party and constantly bring others down with my negativity. But I think that believers, Christians will I don't know. Justify quite a bit, and they'll even justify from the Bible. So again, I'm looking for if I'm uh, if I am a victim, a guy who plays the victim. I'm always looking for a reason to play the victim, even a religious reason, right from the Bible. Oh man, things suck. Everything's going downhill from here, right? <laughs> <laughs> until we're home with the Lord. I'm looking for a reason to be pessimistic. That's what victims do. Do you do that? You need to acknowledge. Yeah, the first thing I would say um, that I I have to do, I'll just, I'll put this toward myself because this isn't like, I'm not I'm not, again, I mean, victims put the blame on everybody else. So I'm not going to say what you need to do. <laughs> I'm going to say what I need to do. I need to first acknowledge feelings. It's okay to have these feelings. Hey, if that is your natural bent to be pessimistic, acknowledge that. Yeah, I know. I know that I can think negatively and I need to watch that. I need to keep myself in check. I need to find a good balance. I need to be around positive people that I also am contributing to. You know what's going to build you up? If you are a downer, what builds people up the most is is blessing somebody else being good to somebody else, encouraging somebody else that day, you will bring it up a notch emotionally when you are giving back and not just taking. Give back. Don't just take, right? Don't bleed people out. A lot of people, these victimizers bleed people out, People leave their presence wanting to die. It's like, I think i am all bled out here. Right? I'm ready to die after hearing about that. Man, I woke up today feeling great, going into this day, feeling positive. But after hanging out with that guy, I think I'm going to go shoot myself. <laughs> and so uh, if they hadn't already killed me by all their complaining and negativity. But the first thing to do to keep yourself from being that person, or to get out of playing the victim. You know, game is to acknowledge. Acknowledge your feelings. Acknowledge where you're at today. Are you a victimizer? Like, or, or do you play, excuse me, the, do you play the victim? I mean, is that you? And what does that look like for you when you play the victim? Acknowledge. I mean, do you feel powerless? Do you feel hopeless more often than not? And do other people look at you and say, man, they always feel powerless. And it's almost like they fulfill like a self prophecy or something like they're constantly talking and thinking negative. And so their life is constantly negative, right? And then negative things come into their life because they're never, they're, they're never positive. They're never thinking clearly. They're never, they never have that balance. Okay. Know how, how you can change things in your life victimizers are always up for somebody trying to help them out, but they never actually take the advice, right? You have to have an idea that if you could change anything in your life, what would it be? If you're, if you're someone who plays the victim, what is it really you're asking for? What do you really want? Do you truly go after that? I mean, are you truly, truly like, studying how to go after that? Are you gaining wisdom from others who have what you want and can help you determine what path that is? Oh, well, I'll never be able to do that. I could never have what that person has. Well, that mindset, not with that mindset, you're not going to have that. Not with that mindset, you're going nowhere, right? Change your mindset, believe that there are good things because it's true. I mean, God wants you to have good things in your life. God wants you to have peace. He wants you to have joy, right? There's wonderful, wonderful ways that, that, uh, uh, that unless you open up your hand, lift up your eyes and open up your hands, you can't receive those good things. Unless you stand up and put your life in gear, take it out of neutral, take it out of park, put your life in gear, start moving forward. You'll never experience all that God has for you. He wants you to, to have good things. And sometimes God brings good things into your life and you just, you just sabotage everything. Like, why do you do that? Why do you sabotage all the time? Why do you throw away the good things that God is building up in your life? Is that you? I do that. I like, cause I get, I just get too anxious. I get too nervous. I get too scared and I want to run away and I want to start it all over. And so I never see the finished product. Rarely do I see the finished product of my labor, of my hard work, because I self-sabotage. This is too hard. I'm never going to achieve this anyway. I'll never see any good come of this anyway. And all that negative self-talk really brings you down. And then you sabotage by dropping it all, going in a different direction, neglecting the good things that God has brought into your life. The last thing I'll say is this, the final thing I will say that helps me, you know, keep keep level-headed. Stay out of that, 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 that mindset to where I could be the one always playing the victim is to be someone who is grateful and thankful for what I have in my life and the relationships that I have in my life. Those who play the victim are constantly ungrateful. If like seriously, you're, you're, because you're not constantly looking at what to be grateful for. And if you're not acknowledging what to be grateful for, then you're by default an ungrateful person. So you need to choose. I need to choose to be grateful to pull me out of that. So acknowledge where I'm at. If I could change things in my life, what would those things be that I would change? Stop saying that I can't change those and I have no power to change those, that that it's hopeless because that's not true. That's not what God says. There is hope you can have the things that you want. You can have stability in your, your life. Quit sabotaging good things and be grateful. Be thankful. Look for ways to be thankful, things to be thankful for. With that being said, this is the Pillage Pastor. Grace come down for such a sinner as I and for such a sinner as you.